Big questions, even bigger guests. This is the big interview. Good day and welcome to the latest episode of the Sokaladuma podcast. My name is Thomas Kwenaide and on today's episode of The Big Issue, the topic of conversation is transfer business and financial status. I'm happy to be joined by a former PSL player and current agent, Sean Roberts, to discuss the matter at hand. The PSL transfer window is well underway and many teams have started to rebuild their squads after committing mass exodus. Sean and I are going to discuss all the transfers that have occurred thus far and discuss the true reality behind the saying, money talks. Sean, good morning and welcome to this week's episode. Um, how are you doing, my brother? Thomas, twice in one month, I'm blessed. I'm very well, thank you. How are you? <laughs> Can't complain. Gee, Sean, I had, I had to get hold of you because... So much has been happening in the transfer market, and mm, um, mm, mm. first off, let's 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 talk about Kaiser Chiefs. I mean, we both know that they've mm. released almost eleven players. Crazy. My memory serves me well, but they have been very very busy. I mean, uh, reports say Yusuf Mart, Ashley mm. Dupriz, uh, Zita Pinika, Kamuhelo Matladzi, Yetemba mm. Sitebe, Solomons. How do you make of all those signings? Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I, I think with the mass exodus that's happened, there obviously needs to be some form of replacement. And, and what I like about this, Thomas, is that there's a lot of youngsters coming through, you know. And I think what's what's happened at Chiefs the last two or three seasons, to be fair, is that uh, they've signed a lot of older players on longer and big contracts, mm-hmm. uh, which may may have worked in the past. But I think Kaiser Chiefs, um, I think we all know it needs a bit of a uh, what's the word? An upheaval, a, a bit of a turnaround, a bit of a bit of freshness. And I think with these signings, we've seen that. I think Yusuf Martz is a young, exciting player. Ashley Dupriya, a very good signing. I think it might take him a little while to settle, but once he settles, he'll be one of the best strikers in the PSL, in my opinion. And um, Siteba, we've known for quite a while, I believe. You know, he's left out of the Amazulu squad for the better half of the last half of the last season, which is, we discussed that last time, Thomas, like, why do clubs do that? But uh, anyway, he's he's in Chiefs. He's going to settle. He's a good player. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. You, you still got likes of, you know, Cole Alexander's at, at Chiefs, who I believe will... Um, he's a hell of a player, and I, he, you saw you saw glimpses of Alexander towards the end of the season on how how good he actually is, and the shape he's in, and even at 32, he's he's, he's world class. So that's going to be exciting for me as a midfield battle this coming season. Talking about freshness, they also have a fresh coach, Arthur Zwane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, it, it's cool. I actually, had coffee with uh, Dylan Shepherd um, uh, last week or two weeks ago. Uh, Sheppy now is in Ireland doing his UEFA A badges, so that's great. Um, you know, and he speaks so highly of Arthur. I know, I've known Arthur for a very long time, and I think if there's one guy who can who understands the culture of Chiefs, and I think that's that's such a relevant topic um, when you speak about Chiefs and Pirates and Sundowns and, and the bigger teams, or maybe just the PSL in general. When when they make signings or when they um, introduce new technical team it's so important they understand the culture of how big Kaiser Chiefs or, or Pirates or whoever is and, um, and 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 Arthur is the epitome of Kaiser Chiefs culture so I've got no problems with that signing I was I was surprised yes 
Um, I'm glad to see Dylan Shepard stay on. Uh, he works very, very hard behind behind the scenes, and I think they are going to work very, very well together. Um, I think Chiefs have got rid of a lot of, if I may say, the egos in the change room. Um, so, you know, this is a fresh start. Like I said, uh, young coach, um, new coach, if I can say that as well. And who knows, Chiefs by the back of his hand. And it's, it's I'm, I'm very excited to see what happens with Chiefs this season. Like you as well. I think I was very excited to see Arthur getting a chance. And funny enough, although I didn't see it coming, you know, towards the end of the season before he was appointed with Dylan as his assistant, Arthur mm. became bold and the way he started speaking about Chiefs, what Chiefs need to do, that Chiefs mm. need to play without fear, that some of the players need to go and all that. You, somehow I sense that why can't Chiefs, you know, let this guy take over the team? Because remember, uh, previously after they got rid of uh, Gavin Hunt, Arthur took charge and he took the team to the finals of the KF Champions League. Mm. Yeah, I think I think Thomas, that's a good point. So I think what you, you've touched on there, but you didn't really say it, is that he's backing himself, you know, and that's and that's that's massive. You know, there's a lot of coaches in the PSL which are you know maybe a little bit camera shy who who maybe are in front of the camera who should not be in front of the camera just in terms of they, they're trying to explain stuff and they just they can't. Um, but when Arthur speaks, you listen. You know, when Sheppy speaks, you listen, and it's it's a it's a it's a bit of a breath of fresh air. Um, there's a, some older coaches that have come in the past that maybe you know, you know that things haven't really changed. And I think with Arthur there, I think maybe there's potentially a better understanding with Arthur and the management because that's important. Obviously, the management have a big role to play at big teams like Chiefs and Pirates and Sundowns. I think there might be a bit more respect on both parts, um, which is which is great. Which I don't think has been there in the past two three seasons at all. So um, I'm very excited. Uh, you've got two great players, ex-great players at the helm of Kaiser Chiefs with Sheppi and, and Arthur, and they've got so much to give to the game and what they've accomplished themselves, and that's going to just feed down into the team. Just before we we, we jump over to other teams and all that, would you mm. say um, when when Arthur and and, and Sheppi were saying that Chiefs need to play without fear, Chiefs need there's there's a certain culture there's a certain way of playing about Kaiser Chiefs and this is what they they can introduce would you say going forward maybe the two could bring that artistic culture that Kaiser Chiefs used to be known about yeah it's a good question I, I have to say Ashley Dupriya for sure uh, we've seen how he plays without fear uh, and, and that's a big one you know Stellenbosch being close, uh, open and close inverted commas a smaller club but when Ashley played, you took notice, and when Ashley played against the bigger teams, you took notice. And and I think Yusuf Mart as well. You know, at at a lesser team at Sekakune where he came from, um, got a couple of Bafana call-ups, well deserved. And I think those two going forward um, for Kaiser Chiefs could be, I wouldn't say the deal breaker. It's probably the wrong terminology, but but that's the excitement we're talking about. You know, and Satebe, we know we know his quality as well. But I think I think someone like Ashley and Yusuf. Um, Going forward is exactly what we've been speaking about, uh, Thomas, is that this is going forward, playing without fear, um, Kaiser Chiefs with a completely new facelift, new coaches, new team, and that's why I'm excited with the signings like this. Let's talk about Orlando Pirates. I, I, I think they they have also been uh, very busy in the transfer market, and according mm. to reports, Evidence Makopa, Evan mm. Ga, uh, Miguel Tim, Azola Matros, 
Tapelo Koki, Nkosinati Sibisi. I think those mm. are quite big, big signings. And um, yeah, I think this, if anything, um, it shows the intention of Orlando Pirates also not to to be in the shadows of the other teams because they are also quite a big brand. Yeah, it's, it's, there's some interesting signings there though, Thomas. Uh, Benvenu uh, Nga, you know, he's a good player, but he's never really stood out to me, to be honest. Um, and I know that the Pirates and Chipper have quite a, a close relationship, how that relationship works behind closed doors, I'm not too sure, but you often see Pirates players at Chipper on loan. Um, Azola Matroz, Okay, decent player. They've obviously seen something that I haven't seen, which is great, and I hope to be proven wrong. Um, but Tapela Koki from from Amazulu, good player. I'm, I'm surprised. I'm surprised Amazulu haven't held on to him. Sabisi, good player, solid player. And Miguel Miguel Tim, very very. Um, what's the word? Um, he's industrious. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he's he, he's he's so consistent. He's so consistent, and I'm I'm very surprised he hasn't been in a bigger team. Uh, until now so very happy for Miguel uh, top guy top professional um, and just a, just a wonderful human off the field as well which is great to see but I think also with Orlando Pride's mass exodus as well which is happening um, again a facelift happening right so also in talks with a new coach we don't know who that is um, so similar to their counterparts in Kaiser Chiefs I'm excited to see what Pirates bring to the table this current season yeah, when when you look at Nkosinati um, Sibisi, we we know what he has. I think he had one of a, a kind of standout season at Golden Arrows this mm. season that has just ended. And Koki as well is quite a solid guy. So would you say maybe as as Screamer Chabalala likes to say that shut the back door. This is what Pirates are doing because they yes. have been uh, they have been quite quite um, very their defense has been leaky so to speak, uh, during the last couple of months before the season ended. Yeah, Thomas, I wouldn't even say the last couple of months. I'd say the whole season, to be honest. And, and I've said that, or maybe the last two seasons. Um, it's, I think, uh, with all due respect to, to Lani Shatswaya, he was very underwhelming. Uh, big signing. Um, supposedly came in as a leader. I didn't see that in him. I, d I don't know if it, Pirates were too big of a club for him. Um, but yes, uh, Koki, Sabisi, exactly what Pirates need. Um, I'm interested to see what's happening in the goalkeeper department as well. I do feel they need a change there. Um, so let's see. Um, but again, very excited what the future holds for Lander Pirates. And then you have Amazulu. I think <laughs> Amazulu have made their intentions clear. Yes, they have lost a couple of good players, but yeah. my, oh my. I mean, Gabadino Mango, Dumisani Zuma, Agustin Quem, Tendo Mukumela. Vuluyeko Zulu, mm. Rian Hanamub, uh, the Namibian international, mm. Reli Bualia, the, the Zambian international, and Ethan Brooks. Mm. Good signing. Very, very good signing. Um, yeah, uh, again, a mass exodus. Um, we've, we've seen a couple of reports on how unhappy some Amazulu players were, when or how they were told to leave. So I've heard some players that only found out in the press you know, it's, it's, it's been crazy. Um, I hope that's not true. But yeah, uh, Hanabub, good player. I've had my eye on him for a couple of seasons. Unfortunately, I wish I did that deal. I didn't. He's, he's a top player and top guy as well. But Mango, good signing. Uh, Ethan Brooks, good signing. Zuma, uh, I'm on the fence about that. And and Augustine Quem, I think 
if he has the right players around him, he's a very, very special boy and a special player. So um, I'm interested to see and how they how they build a team around certain players, put it that way. Now, now talking about Dumi Zuma, as you say, you are on the fence about him. Would mm. you say, I mean, there were reports of um, ill-discipline uh, mm. outside the field of play and all of that. Would you say maybe a change of scene Maybe going to a team like Amazulu and then maybe if you have a coach who can put a, a, a leash on him a little bit, he could unleash his the beast inside him in the field and not outside the field of play. Yeah, Thomas, it's, it's a good question and I, and I hope you're right. Uh, we know Zuma is, he's got a hell of a quality. Uh, he's a hell of a player. Um, obviously, he's off the field antics, haven't been his best friend. You know, like you say, he's got those inner demons. Um, uh, I hope this does bring a change. And I think that's obviously what the Zungu brothers have seen in him, that um, if he is monitored properly, they will get the absolute best out of him. Um, but, you know, there's that, there's that old saying, a leopard never changed his spots. And I, and I, I hope I'm wrong. I, I hope I'm wrong. But he is a hell of a player. And if he can get himself right off the field, um, you know, he, he, he will be he will be uh, Amazulu's uh, key player, in my opinion. Now, 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 Sundowns is said to have one of the, I mean, like the South African version of the Galacticos. And yet they have also brought in Sipo Mbule and mm-hmm. uh, the Ethiopian international, Abu Bekar Nasir. Mm. There are also reports that Bongani Zungu might also be rejoining them. What do you, what do you make of Sundowns? It's, I think, what do I make of Sundowns? That's a good question. I think Sundowns are very good for the PSL. I don't think, if Sundowns weren't around, I don't think the PSL would be where it is. And I think we can all agree with that uh, in terms of the money they're spending and the exciting football they're playing. And obviously our representation in Africa through Sundowns, both the women's and the men's team, don't forget. Um, Yeah, I'm just, I'm not convinced on certain signings, put it that way. Mbule, okay, he's he's obviously a a hell of a talented player, but... Um, I also think he has his demons off the field, to be honest, um, just like Zuma. And um, I feel a player like that going to a team like that, earning the money he's going to be earning, I don't think it's going to help him in any way, to be honest. But uh, um, that's just my opinion. Obviously, they have a very, very saturated midfield. We've seen the likes of George Manileka leaving, which was a bit of a surprise, but be that may be. Um, but yeah, in essence, I love Sundowns. Um, I... I, I, I I love watching them. I love dealing with them. I love doing business with them. I, I've got a soft spot for them. I used to play for them. Um, but yeah, a, a couple of question marks around a few signings for sure. But obviously, there is a max, mass exodus happening, which we still haven't heard yet. There's a lot of players leaving still. So um, again, uh, interested to see uh, who and uh, where those players are going to go. Now, Sean, there's there's a debate about um, people saying better money means better teams you know if you have the finances you can you can build a better team but there has also been criticism about so-called super rich clubs that Mm. are kind of um dominating the league and kind of have an unfair advantage because the owner in this case patrice mozepe from mamelody sundowns Mm. can buy whatever player he wants what do you say about this kind of argument of course there's pros and cons to everything right um for, for, for me as a neutral, as, as someone to watch, it's the same as the Premier League in England when, when, when Chelsea were the first guys to come in with a billionaire owner and you, you could literally see they, they bought the league, you know, they, they got into the Champions League year on year. Uh, they won the Champions League. It's the same thing with Man City now. 
but it's it's it creates such a um, an interest in the game. It's it, it obviously everybody wants to be at those teams in a way, but we we have seen as a player though that it's always not necessarily the best move for you. So yes, you can see dollar signs as a player, and oh, let's let's go sign for Sundowns or Man City, whatever. But if if you end up being a fringe player and you've signed a, a three to five year contract, um, those teams will hold you to that contract. And Pizzo was a big believer in that, and I don't disagree with Pizzo when when he said what he said in terms of you know if you, if you sign for Sundowns, you you will honor your contract. Um, and we've seen players come to Sundowns and sign five year deals and play two games, and and their careers have been ruined. So um, that's that's the risk you take. Um, but yes, of course, there's arguments that, that teams buy the league, but that's that's life. Um, that's just not in sport, really. That's just life in general. So um, until there are sanctions or rules put into place, we're not going to see things change. And I enjoy watching how things unfold, to be honest. And it is what it is. We see teams that, but then you turn it on the head, Thomas. We, we've seen teams in the PSL that just, or owners in the PSL that should not be owning football clubs at all. Um, who just f- physically cannot afford it, number one, and who have no idea how to run football clubs. And at the end of the day, the players suffer as well and the league suffers. So um, I do think the league, the PSL, has certain um, objectives or that they need to make sure there's certain things in line, of course. You, we can't have the a VIT sale again. The, what, what happened there on that magnitude was just devastating. And um, yeah, there's, there's pros and cons to it, Thomas, for sure. But um as me as a neutral, I enjoy watching it, but there, there certainly needs to be on the, on the other side of it, the flip of the flip side of it, that uh, new owners in the PSL need to have their due diligence done. And you can't be owning a club if you if you're not a football person. Um, and I've said that millions of times. We've seen t- someone like Cape Town City, for example, you know, nowhere near as a big budget as Sundowns, but they're performing year on year. And why? Because they've got a football man running a football club. True. And uh, that's that's the bottom of it. And as as long as we have that in place, this league will be very successful. But the, the reality is, we don't. It's a kind of double-edged sword, uh, Sean. Don't you think? I mean, I mean, we know that um, in South Africa, like in any other country, in Ghana, you have Asante Kotoko and uh, Hearts of Oak. In 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 uh, in Tanzania, you have Simba and, and Yanga. In South Africa, we have Orlando Pirates and Kaiser Chiefs. If those two clubs are performing, then football in general is, is a kind of buzz. Yes. At the same time, you have teams like Sundowns, Supersport United, that have challenged the status quo in South Africa. Mm-hmm. But then people are complaining that uh, football is no longer the same because Pirates and Chiefs are just not there in the podium at the end of the day. So mm. what do you do? Do you allow Chiefs and Pirates to run roughshod or do you allow other teams to come and challenge them to make the team much more the, the league much more exciting? What do we do? Well, this goes back to our previous statement or question you asked me and this is why I'm very excited to see what's happening at Chiefs and Pirates in this transfer window. Um, a lot of youngsters coming in, uh, a complete new facelift for, for, for Chiefs and Pirates it looks like. Um, a new coach coming into Paris, we have no idea who it is. So uh, you asked the question, and Thomas, I do think this is the start of something new, something fresh, and I think this is the start of the Chiefs and Pirates fans. They, they can start getting excited again because um, for the past good few years, they haven't been excited. There's been nothing to be excited about. But I honestly believe if, if, if the Chiefs and Pirates faithful can be a little bit patient, I know that's a horrible word in football or sports, but if, if they can and understand that this is just a a complete uphaul and a rejuvenation of a team, 
I think Chiefs and Pirates will be, be right back up in the next few years without a doubt. So uh, I'm excited, maybe one of the very few people, but I am very excited about the future of the PSL. And finally, Sean, you, you touched a little bit on this. I think Safa has hinted that they might put in place rules that might put a cap on the number of players you can sign or the amount of money that you can use per season to sign players or to bring in players and do you think this kind of rules will apply or will be successful in the south african football scene it, it'll be very interesting if those rules are, are implemented i know fifa has implemented a rule in terms of how many players you can put out on loan which obviously automatically uh, reflects on how many players you can sign. So um, that would affect a team like Sundowns for sure, because we all know they have a massive squad with a lot of players out on loan. If it is implemented, Thomas, I don't think it'll be in the next season or two, to be honest. I think uh, there is a lot of groundwork that needs to be done. So, um, and I hope it is not implemented because it just does take that little bit of excitement away uh, from what we spoke about now. So, um, but having said that, and having said, you know, about Sundowns with all the money and stuff, they are still winning, but they have three very, very good coaches. And you can't forget that. They're not just buying the league. They've, they've got very good people at the helm, um, surprisingly. So I didn't think three coaches would work in terms of egos and just uh, different opinions, but it has worked. Um, so there, there is some cleverness to the spending. It's not just spending. There's, there's a plan. Um, I know Motsepes, uh, Thorpe and Patrice, there's a plan, there's a long-term plan. They want to be they want to be Africa's um, best and I, I don't see why they cannot be. Sean, talking about being Africa's best, I mean, it brings out the question, what if Sundowns say, you can't stop us from expanding our squad because we have to take part in the MTN8, in the league championship, in the in the in the CAF CAF championships as well. Mm. So what do you expect us to do? If we have a minimum squad, I mean it will burn out because of the number of competitions that we are participating. Yeah. Don't you it's, think that would be a valid argument for yeah, that? Yeah, that's a very good point, Thomas. Yeah, that is extremely good point. And I think a, a team like Sundowns who are playing in Africa, who are uh, competing for every cup on the continent, don't forget and probably the World Club Championships at, at some point, um, you're going to have to have a, a team of depth. And you've seen depth in Chelsea, Man City and United and, and all the bigger teams, Barcelona. And um, at some point, especially in the cup competitions, you're going to have to access that depth. And, and and when you see, we've seen Sundowns access that depth and you see sort of their B team come on and their B team would probably walk the PSL as well. So um, it's, it's yeah, it, it's as a neutral, it's awesome to see. And um I'm looking forward to seeing what, what Sundowns come up with this season. Yep, let's hope uh, sanity do prevail and the best decision is taken for the benefit of, of South African football. And once again, Sean, thank you very, very much for your incisive views. And um, I see very exciting times coming up in the new season already. And once again, thanks very much and do have a wonderful time. Thanks, Thomas. Have a great day. Big questions. Even bigger guests. This is The Big Interview.